When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. <clears throat> what is up, IDP Army? It's your man Jordan Reigns at 50 Shades of Drunk. If you're on Twitter, the Cardi B of IDP. And I'm bringing you guys a little bit of a late edition this week of uh, the ranking show. We're going to talk the week nine IDP fantasy football rankings. We're going to talk the slates, the games, kind of how I'm viewing things going into the week. And uh, yeah, it's Friday night. So hopefully, some other people will join us in the live stream, get some QA going on. And we'll just see where the night takes us, and I'll get you guys prepped and ready to go for Sunday. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Welcome in. Like I said, today we're going to talk the week nine rankings um, for IDP fantasy football. As always, guys, the link in the description of the show or the podcast, go to IDPArmy.com. You can see my full rankings for the week, offense and defense. You're probably going to want to look at my defensive stuff. Uh, there are definitely smarter individuals out there doing offense that I'm sure you can get a hold of. Um, but IDP rankings this year are going pretty well, uh, so I'm pretty proud of that. Let's go ahead and jump into things. Um I guess first and foremost, you know, obviously if you have any questions and you're watching the stream, get them in. I'll try to answer them as the show goes on. But um, we're going to keep it IDP tonight. We're not really going to jump into the the offensive stuff. I've been kind of going back and forth recently. You can go check out the Underdog show that's on the channel. Um, but we had some big news. You know, we had this game last night. Uh, Marcus May injured his Achilles. Looks like he's going to be out for a while. They're not really sure um, exactly how long, but if it is a truly torn Achilles, it's going to be probably the rest of the season. Von Miller, we briefly touched on on the underdogs, is now part of the Los Angeles Rams. Um, Montez Sweat broke his jaw. They are on the bye week this week, but it looks like he's going to miss at least a month. That's a big blow to your IDP teams. Uh, Montez Sweat having a great season, uh, probably the best IDP player on the most one of the. 
basically the best IDP player on the Washington football team. Um, 12 quarterback hits this year, four sacks. Um, you know, I mean, it doesn't sound like a lot, but when you compare it to Chase Young, it's like basically double, triple his production. So if you want to get true stats off the edge, um, Montez Sweat going down is going to hurt them. <clears throat> they, luckily, they do have some good, they do have some depth there. Uh, so I'll be watching that and seeing who they decide to play. Uh, Jalen Smith was cut by the Packers. Um, you know, you guys know me. I've been a big Jalen Smith supporter. I thought that things would get right somewhere else. It's just not looking that way. It's 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 weird. You know, I assume he'll get a job somewhere else. I mean, look at Quan Alexander. Some of these guys just bum around. But I mean, what a fall from the heights that he was, you know, even two, three, four months ago, you know. Um, then Daniil Hunter, torn peck, looks like he's going to be out for the remainder of the season. Um, the Colts did promote Josh Jones uh, from their practice squad. That is because Kari Willis got put on IR. That's another thing that Colts have already played this week, so you probably already knew that. But um, when he comes back, obviously, you'll still put him back in. It looks like Travon Diggs is going to be playing this week as well. So, like I said, um, as things go on, you know, Sunday morning we have the live stream at 11 Eastern. Hop on in there. We will talk starts and sits. I'm actually going to be doing a giveaway. If you guys like this hoodie behind me um, this week, I decided I'm going to do a giveaway on the live stream on Sunday morning. So hop in there at 11. Uh, we chop it up for about an hour or so. Starts sits, IDP, offense. We talk a little daily if you really want to. Um, but <clears throat> hope to see some people there. So let's get to these rankings. Um, we'll start with the defensive line today. Um a little bit different setup than I normally have, but uh, let me see if I can get this really quick. Looks like I'm starting at four. Scroll up. Okay, so number one, TJ Watt, obviously you guys know. You know, I tweeted this out the other day, and I, I don't think it's really going truly realize how good of a season TJ Watt is having right now. Um, he's only played 303 defensive snaps, okay? So compared to a lot of other players, uh, his stats are honestly insane. He has eight and a half sacks on 303 snaps, okay? He has eight tackles for loss, three pass deflections, three forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries. The guy's played 300 snaps, okay? It's, it's like insanity um, that he's not getting all kinds of defensive player of the year talk. Um, Nick Bosa, I got him at number two. He gets in, and, and, and TJ Watt gets Justin Fields this week. So, I mean, it's going to be a bloodbath. Um, Nick Bosa... Gets Arizona. It looks like Kyler's going to miss that game. So I was already expecting him to feast. He was already my one, even with that news, just, just more wheels up for Bosa. He's having a low-key, really great year. Uh, has, um, what is it, seven sacks this year. He's played one fewer game than a lot of the guys that are ahead of him on the sack list. 11 tackles for loss, currently leads the league. He's having a great season. Harold Landry, you guys know my love for Harold Landry. Tackles are in, intact. Snaps are intact. Sacks are intact. And now, suddenly, the PFF grades say he's good. So he's getting some run on, on national media. Good for him. Hassan Reddick having a great season. Miles Garrett. Yeah, he's at five. Um, Joe Burrow doesn't get sacked a lot. He's actually been ha having a pretty good season in that regard. And Cincinnati Bengals are kind of one of the slower-moving pace of play offenses. They have been. So the amount of times that he's going to drop back Burrow and that Miles Garrett's going to be allowed to rush him aren't going to be – as, as high of a number I think people think. So I have Miles Garrett a little lower this week. And honestly, Miles Garrett's ceiling games, um, they're not like – they don't come around often. He gets good steady production for the position, which is great and pretty rare. Has a much higher floor than a lot of guys. Uh, you know, similar ceiling, but he doesn't really pop, pop like a lot of guys pop. 
Aaron Donald at six, same situation there. Although both these guys are, uh, are, are Garrett's trending for a great year for a tackle department. Aaron Donald having kind of a slow year. Uh, I still have him at six. He gets Tennessee. Ryan Tannehill's been sacked like a trillion times. Uh, Max Crosby, Yannick Ngakwe a little bit further down this list. Um, Joey Bosa coming in, not having his best season, but against Philly. I don't. There's nothing I love about Philly or, or their offensive line or anything. Um, Joey Bosa, one of the most talented players in the league. Cameron Hayward coming in at 10. Josh Allen at 11. Leonard Williams at 12. Um, I do want to point out Leonard Williams is, I mean, low-key just absolutely balling this year. 44 total tackles, um, and we're only on game week eight. For, for to just give you an idea of what that means from the defensive line position, I mean, that's more tackle. That's like the same number of tackles Aaron Donald had last year, all of last year. He played like the most defensive line snaps. So Leonard Williams isn't just playing the snaps and taking on the double teams or whatever, eating up, you know, the blockers. He's making actual plays. Six sacks as well and a forced fumble. You know, he really has shown himself to be a better player since going to the Giants, and that, that's sticking. Um, they paid him. The production is not going down. The IDP production is also there. Um, great year for Leonard Williams. I'm expecting more good things this week. It's Las Vegas. That team is in disarray. That's the word for the day. All right, we're going to scroll down a little bit more here. Trey Hendrickson, Brian Burns, Sam Hubbard coming in. They're my, you know, these are top end DL2 guys. Brian Burns just really hasn't hit in the way that I've expected and anticipated him to. Honestly, it's kind of shocking. Slash, it's like ironically funny that Hassan Reddick is like having a better year than him in the stat sheet. I'm sure somebody who's a much more uh, 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 well-versed in pass rush moves will tell me otherwise, but you know, I mean, for fantasy football, IDP, Hassan Reddick is playing more snaps. He's being more productive. That's why he's ranked higher. Um, Sam Hubbard kind of having a, a low key, good season. I'd love to see that for my guy DeForest Buckner played last night. Didn't have like a massive, massive game. Um, Randy Gregory is playing out of his mind right now. Um, which offhandedly, I don't know if you guys watched the Cowboys game the other night, but Bradley and Nay, who I did an interview with at the Senior Bowl, the you know, the uh, videos on this channel, if you go check like a year or two ago, probably like two years ago. Um, anyway, he jumped off sides on a special teams play and got cut. Um, so they really believe in what Randy Gregory's doing. Um, let, let's just put it that way. Quinnen Williams, 18, big Q, played last night. Won't well, say anything really about him. Josh Sweat, playing, having a very good season, still doing this rotational thing with the Eagles. Eagles are always going to be weird. Javon Hargraves, right after him. Probably a little low for Hargraves, uh, honestly. He also is having a great season. Six sacks, 40 tackles, a forced fumble, 372 defensive snaps. That's very efficient for an interior guy. Um Matt Judon playing a ton of snaps. He's played 459, 32 tackles, eight sacks. Very productive season as well. Um, then Emmanuel Ogba comes out at 22. So that's my defensive line players for this week. Those are my top guys so far. Um, obviously, that is subject to change. Let's go ahead and scroll on over to my linebackers. All right, Darius Leonard was my number one this week. He obviously has already played. Roquan Smith having a great season. Um, you know, I made a mistake. I'll say it. I was very... Coming coming in out of last season, I feel like we were at a a place in IDP fantasy football where we know what Darius Leonard is. He's the top. And it was Roquan Smith or Devin White. Who's that guy that this is going to stick for? And I doubled down on Devin White. Now, my caveat for that is he's still a top 22 linebacker. I think he's linebacker like 22 on the season. Okay, so that's something to note. 
by the end of the year, I think he will push his way into the top 12. So he's going to be a good linebacker. But Roquan Smith right now is playing incredible for IDP and incredible for real football. 81 total tackles, two sacks, 514 snaps. He has 172 points. He's the linebacker one. And on top of that, Darius Leonard's played an extra week, okay, because Darius Leonard played last night. So his points are being calculated right now. So even with the extra game, okay, right now, Roquan Smith, linebacker one. So if you bought into Roquan Smith as the guy, uh, you nailed it. So he's my number two going into this week against Pittsburgh. Plenty of plays to be had there. Plenty of dump-offs uh, out of the backfield um, for Najee to get tackled by Roquan. <clears throat> I love when Roquan plays a good good running back because it's always a fun game. Eric Hendricks comes in at three. Logan Wilson, four. TJ Watt still also being ranked as a linebacker. I have him at five. Devondre Campbell, low-key, playing incredible football. I've been saying it for a couple of weeks. He was one of my sleepers coming into the year. I honestly had... Did not expect him to hit the kind of ceiling that he's hitting right now. Foyce Olakun, Demario Davis, Deion Jones, these guys are rock solid every single week. I'm not really going to talk to you about them. Bobby Okrecki played last night. Great game. Okay. He was one of my sleepers coming to the year. When Anthony Walker was signed and moved on to the Cleveland Browns, um, the glimmer of hope for Bobby Okrecki kind of turned into a light in at the end of an inevitable tunnel. And he's having a great season playing again uh, alongside Darius Leonard. Um you know, the, this, the Colts team's weird. I don't think they're necessarily good. Bobby Okrecki, though, he, he he's playing some good football. He's getting plenty of IDP points. I think he had like 10, 14 tackles last night, something, something crazy. He's having a good season for IDP. So um, we'll scroll on down here. Denzel Perryman, this is a guy that I really didn't talk about. He, actually, the Raiders linebackers were on my, like, avoid list coming into the season. Uh, but if you didn't listen to me, which sometimes is a very profitable decision, uh, and you did take Denzel Perryman, you are reaping the rewards of one of the leading tacklers in the entire NFL right now. Um, after only joining the team well, deep into training camp, it was maybe even in the preseason when he signed, if I remember correctly, currently is the third most tackles in the NFL. Well, tied for second with Roquan Smith, 81. Two tackles for loss, two fumble recoveries. Um, no sacks, no pass deflection, so he's not really doing any of the auxiliary stuff. But still, I mean, as far as floor goes, I mean, 81 tackles is pretty dang good. C.J. Mosley played last night. Um, don't really have anything to say about him. Jordan Hicks, Micah Parsons, Nick Bolton coming in at 15. Nick Bolton, um, get him. That, that's kind of where I'm at with Nick Bolton right now. He's playing very well. He's getting a lot of tackles for loss. Actually, I think he has, what, 11 tackles for loss. I think he's he's one of the highest tackle for loss players in the league. Uh, he has nine, okay? So he is tied for number two. The three guys ahead of him are all edge rushers. That's that's some, that's some that's meaningful, okay? That's an impact play, okay? The, just an example of off-ball linebackers that had a lot of tackles for loss. Last season led the league in tackles for loss. Roquan Smith and Devin White were both high on that list, okay? So if you're able to do that as a rookie, and in a rookie in a situation where um, they've allowed him to start all eight games this season, that's kind of a, a – like it's, it's a different – situation for Nick Bolton right now in the Kansas City Chiefs, and it's been for any other linebacker in IDP for a while. Um, we've had half a season to see it happening. It's happening. If he's on your taxi squad, activate him. And if somebody in your league is still, you know, trying to make a push and not really paying attention, and maybe they're sitting there, you know, with a Bobby Okrecki and with a, you know, Deion Jones and with, you know, Roquan Smith, and they're just thinking, oh, whatever, go get Nick Bolton. Great season he's having so far. 
Uh, Fred Warner, 16. Harold Landry, 17. Tremaine Edmonds, 18. Not getting the year out of Tremaine Edmonds that I wanted. Hassan Reddick at 19 might bring him up a little bit. We have Christian Kirksey, Joe Schober, Anthony Walker, 22. Shaq Thompson, 23. Um, and I'll just scroll down one more. 24, I have Kazir White, who has been a waiver wire hero um, in the absence of Kenneth Murray. But I did see that apparently Kenneth Murray was designated to potentially come back off IR this week. I don't know how much he's going to play, okay? Uh, or even if he will get snaps, um, then maybe they'll just get him in practice or something. So uh, another situation we're going to have to monitor. Uh, if you have any comments or questions, if you're in the live stream watching the Get them in the chat. I will try to answer them at the end of the show. Like I said, let's move on to defensive back. Sterwin James, I've kind of eaten my L with him. Uh, he, he's playing lights out. He's playing better IDP fantasy football than he's played before. Um, the impact plays are there, but his tackle numbers this year are, are insane. Um, right now, he is one of the league's uh, tackle leaders uh, at the safety position. He has 63 combined tackles. Doesn't sound like a lot, but that puts him in the top 20 at overall tackles in the league. Um, you put it in a solo fashion, and he's even higher. He's top 15 in solo tackles in the NFL. So trending for a huge season uh, ahead of some favorites, fan, you know, favorites like Kent, Eric Kendricks, ahead of Fred Warner, ahead of Darius Leonard, ahead of Logan Ryan in the solo tackle department. So balling out for Derwin James. I also think it's worth noting he has three tackles for loss already this year. Um, I believe his career high is only three or four. Let me double check this. Yeah, his career high tackles for loss is four. He had that as a rookie. So he's already got three. He's got, what has he got, seven, eight? Nine more games ahead of him. So he's going to blow his tackle for loss numbers out of the water this season if he can stay healthy. The tackle numbers he's going to blow out of the water if he can stay healthy. Um, as far as the the uh, pass deflections and the forced fumbles, um, he has three forced fumbles as well. He's one of the league leaders in forced fumbles right now. So he's doing everything you want. It's kind of odd that this Brandon Staley defense is not, you know, really – doing on the field what it feels like it should do, um, especially when you have a, a superstar like Derwin James performing like he's supposed to perform. Um, begs the question, what is going on uh, there? And I, I'm going to be watching the, the the Bolts closely this weekend because I feel like the last two weeks they've dropped the last two games. I need to pay attention. I need to see what's going on with this team because something's just not clicking, obviously. Uh, I don't want to RIP Mike Williams. I need Mike Williams to come back to be awesome. Um, all right, so there we go. I took my licks on Derwin James. Harrison Smith having an awesome season. I I do not condone the choking out of, of C.D. Lamb. That was, like, really weird. Why would you do that, bro? Uh, Jordan Poyer, great season. Kind of the same old guy as uh, Kyle Duggar. He's blowing he, – he's, he, he's doing what I really wanted him to do last year, putting himself in the conversation as one of the top defensive backs every single week. Uh, Jesse Bates, uh, number five, Kevin Byer, number six, Kevin Byer's having a great season. I usually have been a little bit tentative about Kevin Byer in the past, but this year he's just, he's making the plays big plays too. Um, the tackle numbers are intact. I believe he's had two or three, uh, uh, double digit tackle games, which is kind of unlike him in general. Maybe I need to double check on that. Um, if you're in the chat, maybe double check that for me. Uh, let's continue down the list here. We have Trevon Diggs coming in at seven, Logan Ryan at eight. Uh, Logan Ryan, you'll probably never see this, but I know you have like a new NFL pod, the new uh, players pod. Come on the IDP Army podcast, my guy. You're the number one overall IDP defensive back. What was that two years ago, three years ago when you were with 
the uh, Tennessee Titans. Come on, let's rep IDP. Let's talk it up a little bit. Let's ham it up. Let's move uh, fancy football forward. You know, uh, get these defensive players in on this like six, seven, eight billion dollar industry, whatever it is these days. Um, Y'all need to get in on that. All right, Malcolm Jenkins at nine. I mean, old man's having a great year. He's basically doing what we wish Jamal Adams was doing. Okay, Kenny Moore, 10. Um, He already played last night. I won't really comment on anything about that. Von Bell, um, right now one of the the tackle leaders in the league, top 24 in uh, solo tackles, uh, having a great year. Uh, So he's in my top uh, defensive backs here, top 12. Buda Baker has fallen down the rankings a little bit. It's just not been the same, you know. It's something I kind of keep harping on, but we're a new season. Things are different. He's not going to be one of the top tacklers at defensive back. It doesn't look like this year. This defense is evolving a little bit. His his role is evolving. I don't really know what else to say about it. Maybe he'll have a late push here, but he's had some his his floor is lower than it used to be. Uh, Buda Baker. So Justin Simmons, uh, defensive back two, high end DB two. Here are my guys. You know, I got Minka, Jonathan Abram, Nasir Adderley, Taylor Rapp, Teron Johnson, Xavier Woods, Brandon Jones. Brandon Jones is kind of a sleeper for me. He's been playing. A lot of defensive snaps. Uh, he is the, the he's the one of the safeties for the Miami Dolphins. He rushes the passer a lot, which he had got home for a sack a week or two ago, and I don't think it's the last one he's going to get this season because um, they're trying to generate pressure kind of all over the field, all over the field. But they have certain guys that kind of do that. He has been one of those guys, and I don't know what's up with Jerome Baker. He was out last week. Um, we'll have to double check on that, but they like to blitz him too. So if they're using him kind of in that role, maybe he even gets an uptick in the blitzes. Um, so those are all really good DB2s. I'll scroll down just a little bit further. Jeremy Chin at 21, uh, Jalen Ramsey 22, Tyron Matthew 23, and Adrian Amos 24. Jeremy Chin not having the season we wanted, but I, he still, I think there's a chance he could pop off any, any week. Um, you know, he's kind of due for a big game. The pass rush they have there should be generating more turnovers, I feel like. So I'm, I'm staying in on Jeremy Chin uh, for the season. So that is my IDP rankings for the week. I hear my wife getting home from work. She's not feeling good. Give my baby a hug. Um, anybody in the chat have any questions tonight on any of the uh, – Rankings, thoughts on any of the matchups coming up. I'll hang out maybe, I don't know, five, ten minutes if anybody does answer them. Um, that's kind of my thoughts on this week. You know, it's week nine. We got, you know, you really need to win this week. Make sure that you are not neglecting to look into your lineups. I, last night, will tell you about a mistake I made. I was setting my lineups and because I knew I had some players for Thursday night that I needed to get in. And I knew I had some players on buys because I have a lot of Chris Goblin, Scary Terry, things like that. So I was going through, pulling all my guys out, and I got to one lineup, and I looked at it, and it's it's the one team where I have Elijah Moore. And I remember thinking, even when I looked at it, I, I knew that Elijah Moore wasn't in there, and I scrolled down and clicked something and got sidetracked, and I didn't put Elijah Moore in. So I left Scary Terry and Chris Goblin in on buy, don't make rookie mistakes like that. Like that hurt me a lot. Like that's going to hurt me this week because now I've started Gabriel Davis and Brian Edwards, who I don't even want to start. Uh, I saw a friend of the show, uh, Charles Chill. Um, if you guys go follow him or a part of his Patreon, he's a good guy. He posted today, you know, the 
the hardest part about fantasy football, but the biggest edge is just the grind. And that's part of the grind is just making sure your lineups are set and just making sure that you're putting the care and attention into every league and every move. Um, and it can get hard when you get in a lot of leagues. Uh, I'm in several myself. Um, so here we go. I got, got a question here. I saw Quiddy got real close a couple of times last night. Do you think he's going to level up the last half of the season? Yeah. I mean, if they're going to make a push, he's going to have to because he's kind of their primary pass rusher. Um, that's Quiddy Pay for the Colts. Um, you know, they let, they let Justin Houston walk this year. They did take that other guy in the second round. I think he was maybe from not TCU, Vanderbilt. Um, I forget his name, but he looks like he's, you know, if he wasn't injured, he would have gone much higher in the draft. So they double down on this pass rush. They feel like they have a good team other spots. So Quiddy's looking good. He's, we'll have to see what's up with him, but, uh, um, yeah, I like Quiddy for the second half of the year for sure. Thanks for the show, Jay. Yeah, no problem, guys. Appreciate it. Look, if there ain't nobody wanting to ask no questions, that's all good. Come on to the show Sunday morning, 11 Eastern, okay? I'm going to be doing a jersey, uh, one of the giveaways for one of the hoodies, all right? Hop on in, chat with us, drink your coffee, go over your lineups. We'll go over the inactives. We'll do all that fun stuff. Rougarou will be here, I'm sure. Malone will hopefully be in here. You know, a lot of the usual, a lot of the regulars. Tell some of your friends to hop in as well on Sunday morning at 11 Eastern. Um, we're going to have a good time. Share the show. Leave a comment. Rate and review. Hop on Underdog if you guys want to do some fantasy. Uh, look at my timeline. I'm thinking about Sunday morning or maybe even tomorrow night as well. Posting like a private Underdog draft, like a six or an eight-man team or something like that. If any of you all want to hop into that, just kind of watch my timeline for that. That would be something fun to do on Sunday, you know, besides our regular leagues have like a head-to-head -head channel, you know, thing or whatever. So, I don't know. Just trying to interact with y'all a little bit more. All right, IDP Army, I appreciate you. Um, again, sorry the show was late this week. I mean, work, they've been getting us into work early, so I've just been like, bleh. So, all right. Love y'all. Till next week or till Sunday morning at 11 EST. You feel it, thunder in paradise. You feel it, thunder in paradise. You feel it, thunder in paradise. You feel it. Let the rain hit the sand. Build a house on a rock, got a plan. Gotta get stocks, keep them bands. Hit the clock, tick blades on a fan. Used to be mundane on a Monday. Now you have fun day on a Sunday. Cause you switching it up and you living it up. You ain't getting enough.